Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Now it's time for some uh, preview of a bit of rugby league. Uh, welcome back. We are here for Chemist Warehouse. Headed to Chemist Warehouse for great savings every day. Broncos v. The Roosters, Thursday, 7.50 at the Gabba. Tommy Flegler, he returns at prop. Palacea Moose to the bench. Martin Tapua is out with suspension. Dean Mariner comes in on the wing for suspended Jesse Arthurs. I can't believe that. What was he supposed to do? But anyway, whatever. Roosters team news. Victor Adley returns at lock. Egan Butcher stays at second row. Nathan Brown moves to the bench. And Seal Wong drops out. What do you reckon, Smithy? Yeah, great game. I'm I'm loving this game, actually. Uh, off the back of, particularly off the back of the Roosters' victory on the weekend. Now, I know they were playing the Titans with, um, they were, well, particularly one man down in Tino Faso or Malayawi, a guy that, you know, really improves the way the Titans play. But... You know, to be fair, they've played well without him this year as well, and they were just super impressive. 36 nil at, at one point in the game. And, you know, they conceded a few tries late in that match, but I think they were, you know, the game was well and truly done, and they may have just sort of taken the foot off the pedal a little bit. But they meet the Broncos at a really, really fascinating time. A um, couple of changes from last week, of course, uh, for the Bronx, who... Kempi, they weren't great in the first half. Mm. They weren't great in the first half. They, their completion rate was about, it was less than 70%. I'm going to say it's about 65%. Now, you know, when if you come up against a side that are on, which the Rabbitohs weren't last week, but if you come up against a side that are on, if you complete at that, that percentage, usually you're going to be a little bit behind and it's going to be sort of a little bit of up, uh, uh, an uphill second half for you. But the Rabbits were just as bad, which I thought kept the Broncos in it, um, which allowed them to go out, and, and they certainly changed their ways in the second half. But interesting, interesting time for the Broncos. I, I know, speaking, speaking with Kevin Walters after the game, um, you know, he was pleased with the result. Um, he was pleased with some of the efforts of, you know, a few, a, a few of their players. But... You know, I didn't really get any sort of vibe from him that he was overly happy with their performance. Mm. So I reckon he'll be looking for um, an improved performance this week. I think having, you know, big Tom Fleckler back certainly can help there. Um, but for the Roosters, you know, talking about a couple of big ins, like Victor Radley, it's, um, it doesn't get much bigger for the Roosters. And as I said, they seemed... Um, it's the happiest we've seen them on the field for a long time mm. against the Titans last week, so... I reckon they'll be they'll be well and truly up for this one. Like if you if you're looking to knock off or take a big scalp and keeping your season alive, this is the time to do it. Yeah, it's a really, really tough game uh for the Broncos. They rely so heavily on their explosive size of the forward pack, on their ability to be mobile as well. And if there's one forward pack in the game that has a big, tough, aggressive forward pack, it's the Roosters. So you know that the the Broncos might need to find other ways to kind of to bang the ball down, uh, bang the door down against the Roosters. If you know uh, Hargreaves rocks up and is ready to rumble like he was last week, if Lindsay Collins is playing at his best, Victor Radley, you know, it really, it's, I think it's going to be a very physical game, and it'll be a real test of this younger Broncos pack of like, okay, you can win games with your explosiveness and your athleticism. Can you win the dog fights? Can you win it when you're playing against a bunch of grizzled veterans that want to, you know, take your head off? Um, so, and it, from the Roosters' side, it's kind of like a test of, okay, this is kind of the new the new age of forward. Can you still go with them? Can you go with them and um, can you get the job done? Now, don't get me wrong. You, you look at the Roosters' forward pack, and they're, they're still relatively young, some of these players, but they're probably, you know, um, 
their key guy in Hargreaves, their leader, is is you know he's 14 years now in the NRL. I thought he was outstanding last week for the Roosters. Mm. I just can't believe that in the front row he's at what 298 games, close to 300, and I think he started at front row for like 250 of them. Wow, like that is unbelievable in the front row in a top tier side. Yeah, that's incredible. To be able to play that many games in that position, Kempi, is pretty impressive. Like they, they, they're just they're smashing themselves every week, mm. um, you know, up against brick walls, and then they're and then you know they're standing in the front line against the big blokes, and they're they they absolutely punish their bodies week and week in week out, and you know to play that amount of games in that position is impressive. So, um. Spoke last week about a danger game for my old club, Melbourne. Well, I think this is a little bit of a danger game for your old club, Kempi. Yep, agreed. Broncos. This this game is happening at the Gabba, so it's a little bit different. Mm. The Bronx have played one game there this year already. I think it was against the Dolphins. Um, so, again, a little bit different environment. The the, the Chooks, though, they, they play the SCG a lot, so they're used to playing on that sort of oval arena. Um, so it won't make too much difference for them. But, yeah, they... They just want to be. They want to be careful. The Bronx. I don't think they can afford to turn up and and start the way they did um, against against the Rabbitohs last week against the Chooks because you know coming off reading the form lines, the Chooks were very good in the first forty. Um, I can't see them changing their 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 plan or their style will be to come up to Brisbane and and really jump out, jump out of the blocks as quickly as they can. Yeah, and, and Renault, he actually struggled with his kicking game last time at the Gabba. So it's mm. going to be really interesting to see if he has his eye in from the get-go. Now, Tigers v. Rabbitohs, 6 p.m., Scully Park, Tamworth, Brooks returns at halfback. Dane Laurie starting at 5-8. Staines returns on the wing. Tupo moves to the centre, and Tommy Talau is out. Rabbitohs, Trelly Mitt, big Latrell Mitchell, returns at fullback for his first game since round 12. Jetty Cartwright joins the bench. What do you reckon, Smithy? Well, first up, great that the footy is going out to, um, out to the regional areas. Tamworth. Um, it'll, they'll have some great support out there, Tigers and Rabbitohs. Tigers home game, isn't it? So this is yep. one of interesting little period for the Rabbitohs, Kempi, over the next few weeks. So they they played at Sunshine Sunshine Coast last week against the Broncos, which was their home game. They play um, as Tamworth uh, at Tamworth, as we said um, this week, and then I think they go to Perth, and then Cairns. So they are on a world tour at the moment. Yep. Well, sorry, that's not that's not a world tour. It's, it's an Australian tour, right? At the moment, so they they not only are they you know trying to find a little bit of form. They've got their returning fullback, of course, in Latrell Mitchell, but they're going to have to do it on the road. Mm. So that that's another little test in itself. Um, it's a bit of a challenge, particularly for you know th- those Sydney teams that aren't on the road every second week, like. You know, when you're talking like you know, Melbourne and um, Warriors and North Queensland Cowboys, these sides that, you know, they're, they're used to the travel, they're used to the hotel rooms. A lot of the Sydney teams, some Sydney teams only sort of have to leave their own home sort of four or five times a year. These guys are doing it sort of back to back to back. So that's another little test for them. Um, and also trying to find a little bit of form. I'll tell you where they need to improve their game quickly is their defence. Yeah. So I remember <clears throat> they, they played at, um, where they play? Allianz. They, were, they played Allianz. This is going back a little bit now. And it was against Parramatta. Round 10 or round 12, something like that. They'd won six games in a row, right? They were looking for seven straight. 
and they they were beaten. They got smashed by Para. They got beaten by thirty points from from since that since that um, game. Like they have leaked so many points, Kempi. Mm. So many points, and you know, again on the weekend against the Broncos, the the game got away from them. So, if there are any chance of going, you know, deep into the finals and and possibly going back to a grand final, they they need to sort their defence out. Don't yeah. worry about scoring tries. Sort your defence out, boys. Which is crazy because there was a period there where they their defence was incredible when they were yeah. you know favourites for minor premierships and. Yeah, and they just all seem to have to fallen apart. So you're right; it, it really does, you know, depend on their defence. And ironically, you know, the Tigers they played them last time they played, and uh, they beat them, I think, twenty nil in the end. But for seventy five minutes or seventy minutes of the game, it was like six nil. Mm. Um, so a Tigers team essentially back to full strength. I don't think it's going to be a pushover for the Rabbitohs. I think they're going to have to work for this one. Yeah, great to have Brooksy back as well. Yeah, he spent how long has he been on the sideline for? Oh, about six weeks, I think. Yeah. So great to have him back. Um, you know, I think um, you know, he'll be he'll be he'll be looking forward to this challenge against a, a good side in the Rabbitohs. So interesting to see how he turns up this week and, and really guides his team around. And and also I'm gonna be watching Latrell pretty closely as well. Been a long time, a long time out of the game and yeah, you know, when the big stars return, all eyes are on them just to see, you know, where they're at, what condition they're in. Um, yeah, what sort of work has he, be, has he been doing in the time away from playing footy? Um, and, and how much involvement will he have um, in, in this game? So as, as we all know, we're and fully aware of that he, yeah, he, he, he holds the key to you know, unlocking this footy side. Mm. So he's going to have to be heavily involved. What do you reckon for the Tigers? Like, you know, they can, you can talk about pride and not winning spoons and, Sometimes I can almost put them in a negative mindset of like, oh, geez, you know, like, yeah. you know, we're just, we're just fighting for not winning a spoon. How do they go about getting themselves up for such a big clash? Yeah, well, that, that's, that's difficult, isn't it? Because that's always in the back of your mind. And, and there's been a lot of dramas, sort of off-field stuff going on with the, the administration and talk around sort of how it's run and who should be there and who shouldn't be there and whatnot. But, you know, that's one thing is the distraction. Then there's talk about the way you're traveling at the moment, where you're placed on the ladder. Is there a possibility that you could pick up the wooden spoon? Well, there is because we're running out of games <laughs> and they're, they're a couple of points behind the Bulldogs. So they, they they can't worry about that though. They need to really just remove themselves from from that position on the ladder and how many games they need to make up and whatnot. Just just worry about the preparation. Worry about getting you know the, the individuals being at their best on the weekend. Well, they should be looking forward to the challenges to, to play against the best sides like the Rabbitohs. Mm. It's a test. Yeah, like test, go out there and test yourself, boys. And like, wouldn't it? There's no greater feeling than getting out there and and playing a tough game of footy, executing the, all the things that you've planned to do during the week, and particularly getting a good result against one of the good teams mm. that people favour for you know the premiership. Now, after the break, we'll continue our round preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run. Let's get straight into it. Storm v Eels, 8 p.m. Marvel Stadium. Nelson Osofa Solomon up. He's out. Olam out. Smith out. That's the Remus Smith. Tarek Sims, they're all out. Uh, Seve, Young Tonamapaya start at centre, while Eisenhuth, Katoa, and Wishart all return. For Eels, Andrew Davey replaces Sean Lane at second row, who is out with a dislocated elbow. Mid-season signing, Joey Lussick is named on the bench. Mm. 
Kempy, 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 my boys. No, what's going I, on, Smithy? Speak to I, me. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I love, well, I don't love because I, when I hear these, you know, quotes from Craig or see him talk in presses post-game with, with these things, I know they haven't played well, but what hearing him talk last week, so he said, he was asked about the performance, right? And he said, oh, mate, first 10 minutes, fantastic. They look great, blah, blah, blah. But the, but the last 70, I'm pretty sure is very much along the lines of it's the worst 70 minutes of football I've seen from a Melbourne Storm side. Wow. So, yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy, the, uh, the great coach. And I'm sure they would have got some feedback this week. And, and very rarely, very rarely do you see – uh, Craig Bellamy coach for his footy team put in two performances back to back like that. Mm. So that's why I'm thinking I'm backing them. Well, one, because of that reason. And two, they're, they're down in Melbourne. It's, it's actually old boys weekend uh, for the Melbourne storm. So a lot of the, the performer players, the past players, they get down to Melbourne and, and celebrate the, the weekend or celebrate the, you know, the history of the club with the current players, they go to the game, they get along. So there's another reason for those players to be up and up and about. Um, but these changes, though, Solom- uh, Sofa Solomona, Olam, Remus Smith, Tar- well, Tarek Sims out. Mm, it's got me a little bit concerned, Kempi. Mm. A little bit concerned. Now, I know, they, I know the Power have lost a couple as well. they still got two with suspension, and Sean Lane, he's a big, big out with the, with the elbow, but... I don't know. I think this makes, particularly Nelson, out of the forward pack. I, I think it makes this this matchup quite an even matchup. Yeah, it's and the Eels. They've got a bit of history against the Storm. Uh, you know, the last few years have gone okay against them. So it's it's going to be a massive, massive clash. And both teams, especially the Eels, they are desperate to bounce back. You know, they went on the run where they were six from seven. And then they just got, you know, I know the score didn't really reflect it, but they got completely dominated by the Cowboys. So they'll be looking to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. Storm are just a really interesting one. I think that you can look at their season two ways. You can look at how incredible they've kept their standard so high with a, a roster that, you know, maybe needs a bit more time and maybe some recruits. Or you could look at it like they really haven't hit the heights that you would hope a Storm team would hit. Uh, I, I've said it from the start of the season. I think they're a bit light on in the forwards uh, mm-hmm. and – you know, I think we're seeing that kind of bear out this year. And look, I personally think that, yes, of course, any team with Cameron Munster on it can go on yeah. a run. I, the worry I have for the Storm is that, you know, it's they've had these back-to-back performances, but it's actually been happening all year where they've kind of like, you know, a couple of bad performances and then a really good one. And we go, boom, there's the Storm we know and yeah, love. Yeah, they're back. They're yeah. back. And then a couple of, you know, okay performances, then a couple of bad ones. So it's just been a really up and down year for the Storm, which is very uncharacteristic. But I don't know whether that's because, you know, it's such a new roster in the forward pack and they need to bring people in or, you know, it's just one of those years. In regards to the Eels, they have to get – it has to start moving now. They have one of the toughest runs home of any team. If they don't win a few – if they don't win the next couple of games, it it might be they may miss the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, it's them and it's them and the Sharkies for me mm. that that may drop out of the top eight. Now they're they're in a very very precarious position, sitting um, in eighth spot in Parramatta Eels. So this is this is a big one for them, um, as you said, mate. They've got a they've got a very difficult run run home into the finals. So um, it it doesn't get too much harder than Melbourne in Melbourne. Mm. 
particularly off the back of a, I don't know, if, I don't know if they'd they'd say it was an embarrassing loss, but probably an embarrassing performance, particularly the last seventy minutes for Melbourne. So, but you know they've they've got a team there that can, that can pull out a game, to win down there, absolutely they do. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not saying it can't happen, but I will stick with Melbourne, off the back of. You know their performance last last week. The feedback they they would have got from from Craig and and he would have challenged he would have challenged them this week to be to be much better, much better. Mm. Yeah, it's I, I can't wait for this game. It's going to be an absolute fireworks. Raiders v the Knights. Raiders yeah. no changes to the team that lost the Warriors. Knights Saifidi re- replaces Daniel Sa- Jacob Saifidi <laughs> replaces Daniel Saifidi who was out yeah. with a quad strain. <laughs> uh, not a bad replacement, to be honest. Essentially, mm. DNA, DNA identical. Uh, yes. Brody Jones joins the bench. Uh, look, this is also a cracking game because two teams that are basically, you know, fighting against the odds to where they are on the table. I, I can't wait for this match. Yeah, well, you know, for um, the Knights, they they want to be riding high off their result last weekend, of course, against Melbourne, and Great they'll win. take that. They'll take that confidence. Um, you know, down to Canberra against the Raiders. Wondering though, like that was that was a pretty brave performance from the Raiders to, to come back and force that game into Golden Point. They scored what two two tries in the last two three minutes or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Like Jackie it's just incredible um, to do that. How much though did that game that and that comeback plus the travel over to New Zealand and coming back? How much did that take out of them? Mm. I know it's been a it's a it's a it's a decent turnaround, but you know still it's it was a tough one for them to get over there and 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 force it into Golden Point. Like I said, coming up against the side, played at home, no travel, got a great win, feeling confident. I really I really like this matchup. Like there's, there's great matchups all through this round, but this one here, like if the, if the Knights could win this one, wow, holy! Oh mate, and and you know sometimes you just need. Just to something to go your way, you know. They got, yeah. they they work for the win against the Storm, and mm. I got to say, like, yeah, the Storm weren't great. You know, there's no denying that. But I thought the the Knights were. It's the gutsiest I've seen them play. Yeah, probably since Wayne Bennett was at yeah. the club. But there's actually been some good signs with Newcastle over the last month. Um, yeah, that I've seen, and and there's small improvements that they've been making over the last month in particular, and and with the turnaround in form, and and particular. Particularly the confidence that Kalen Ponga is showing at the moment—that's that's what's helped change, you know, their performances around. But um, if they were to win, like if they were to win this match, right, and a couple of results go their way, they they'll be in the top eight after this weekend. Mate, it's incredible. That like unbelievable. How, how quickly it can change, eh? Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you're basically saying, yeah, no, it's gritty, gone, gritty year, <laughs> but you know, they're not going to do anything. You yeah. Know, and then you yeah. go, you fast forward to this week, and they go, if they can beat a Raiders side, who although you know you would say the Raiders are favourites, yes. they are they are nowhere near like a Penrith favourite. No, um, if they can beat the Raiders, you're right, they find themselves in the top eight. Mm. And as I said, like sometimes you just need a bit of magic to get just to give you a bit of fuel towards the end of the year. Yep. And like that could this win could be it. Yep, that's right. Funny thing about Canberra though, like I don't know if I don't know if many people sort of realise this, but. So they're sitting fifth. They've they've got a negative points differential. I know it's a wild. Isn't that crazy? So they're so, minus they're minus fifty six. So essentially, 
um, they don't win by 13 plus and they don't lose by 13 plus. They've only lost 13 <laughs> games. Uh, sorry, they've only lost three games, I think. Lost or won three games by 13 plus. Everything else has been 1 to 12. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that, that backs up our, you know, our chat around like how gritty and they play that grindy sort of style of footy that upsets a lot of people. Yep, absolutely. Incredible. Now, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we're going to continue our round preview. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Dragons v Sea Eagles, Saturday, 5.30, Wynn Stadium. Dragons team news, 22-year-old Connor Malison uh, will make his NRL debut off the bench in place of Moses Mbai, who was granted a release by the club over the weekend. I think Moses Mbai is headed to the Super League. Uh, mm-hmm. Sea Eagles, uh, Paseca and Josh Alaye are both out. Sipley and Lodge will both start, and Bullymore joins the bench. Cherry Evans will play his 300th NRL match. Wow, what an achievement for the skipper, Daly yep. Cherry Evans, playing 300. Um, that makes him, I wonder what that makes him, Tommy. Tommy might be able to find out how many, what number player he is to play 300. But um, amazing achievement uh, for, for Daly. And, you know, like he's a, he's a, he's a, he's played in premierships, he's played in internationals, and, and now obviously the skipper of the Queensland side. So well done to him. Fantastic effort. It'd be great to see you know, a victory for him in such a milestone. Um, and, I, and I think it will happen. Uh, the Dragons, uh, the the Seagulls were fantastic last week, particularly early. Um, put the cue in the rack, of course, against uh, the Sharkies. They allowed them back in and almost caused one of the greatest upsets we've ever seen. But I think this week will, um, you know, they'll, 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 be, they'll be confident that they can take on um, the Dragons, sadly, Saturday evening at uh, Wynn Stadium and get a victory. Yeah, I think he's Tommy's come through. 49th person to become the 300th, uh, playing his 300th game. There you go. Yeah, Dragons versus Seagulls. Uh, look, the Seagulls still fighting to keep their season alive. So I think that, you know, they've got a lot to play for. Whereas the Dragons, yeah, for sure, they've still got, you know, a lot to play for. But I just I struggle to see where Dragons get their motivation from to get up for such a big game. Whereas I think the Seagulls, you know, they're desperate to turn a very disappointing season into a at least a passable season. Yeah, mate, absolutely. And and they're still in the hunt. Like, mathematically, they're still in the hunt. They're a chance. You know, I think a couple of other results have to go or have to fall their way for them to be in the finals. But mathematically, they can still make it. So while they can still make it, they, they need to be up and up and about. Like, they can't afford... They can't afford to drop these ones in particular. Like, there's an opportunity here to go and pick up two points against the Dragons. They need to go do that. They're good enough to do it, so they should do it. And, you know, why not mark, you know, their skipper's 300th game as a special occasion, a memorable occasion for him and his family. Yeah. And it's a real opportunity for, uh, you know, guys like uh, Matty Lodge and uh, Sipley to mm. show, you know, they can be starting front rowers for the Manly Seagulls. I, I do think that consistency in the, the Manly forward pack has, has been something that they've struggled a little bit with this year. So a really big opportunity for them to lead from the front. I thought Lodge, you know, at least on the field, was fantastic for him last week. Yeah. Yeah, he did some good things, mate. Like, he, you could see that he he um, had to play first grade for a couple of weeks. But, um, you know, he had some strong carries. He had some good involvement. So I think it would be better for the run. Um, and so... You know, getting this starting opportunity now, I think you know we'll, we'll see him come on even a little bit more. Um, particularly, you know, particularly against a side that I think he'll he'll feel pretty confident coming up against mm. the opposition forward pack. I think he'll, you know, as a as a sort of a, a dominant player in the middle, I think he'll try and 
you know, get one over the opposition forward pack pretty early. Um, particularly with Paseca and Alloy out, Alloy A out, he'll be leading the way in the middle. And with the Dragons, like, you know, we spoke about motivation. Yeah, they're probably not going to win the spoon because the Tigers are four points behind them. Um, do they? Oh, I think they're four points. Um, how do you really – it's such a strange position they find themselves in because they're not playing for a current coach. You know, the new coach is coming in next year. I'm sure he's mm. pr- probably made up most of his mind is in regards to who he's going to keep and who he's going to move on. Mm-hmm. Very tough place the Dragons find themselves in this year. Yeah, well, they do. It, it's not a great spot to be in, being in, in 15th. And, yeah, I think their their season is, is done as far as chances of playing finals. Um, well, it definitely is. I think it's West Tigers, Canterbury and the Dragons that are out of it. But um, start thinking about next year, boys. I'd, I'd, I'd be thinking if I was in their position, I'd be, I'd be wanting to impress Shane Flanagan mm. as best I could or as much as I could. I'll be I'll be going out there and, and trying to play my best football to say, hey, like I, I want to be a part of this next year. Yeah. I want to be a part of this, particularly when they've got, you know, next year on contract or, or possibly another a further two years on their contract to run. Like you don't you don't want to be starting next year, you know, in, not in the best seventeen. Mm. So so, you know, prove to the, the incoming coach that you want to be there now. Now onto a huge game: Panthers v Sharks, Saturday, seven thirty-five, Bluebet Stadium. Eisenhuth replaces injured, replaces injured Spencer Linu. Isaac Thungor is still out with a leg injury. Graham returns to second row. Trindle stays at five eighth. Matt Moylan, uh, Moylan is eighteenth man. Finucane will miss the rest of the season with a torn bicep, so Cam wow. McGinnis starts at lock. Yeah, gee, hasn't he had a luckless oh, season, yeah. Dale Finucane? Yeah. Injuries, and he's had several suspensions, which yeah, the very questionable, a couple of them particularly, but. Um. Yeah, we've 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 spoken a couple of times throughout the show already about the Sharkies and them needing to get a. Well, they they just need to get going. I reckon you can tell for the very first time, right on the weekend, Kempi, for the very first time, we've seen a few chinks in Nico Hines' armor. Mm-hmm. He was getting frustrated. He was getting a little bit shirty. We see him, you know, sort of. You know, make a few comments to the touch judge a couple of times. He was warned by the referee. Um, and what was – did he end up getting – No, I, th- I think like he – a fine or a warning or something? No, he, I think all he said was that's three to the touchy. Yeah. So I don't yeah, think he right. got anything. So, like, never before have we seen that, though, mm. from Nico. So I think, you know, from, you know, the talk around, you know, Nico being, you know, the sort of the man that, that runs the ship in that footy side – when you see the main man sort of showing a little bit of frustration like that, I think that shows the the, the feeling within the camp at the moment mm. is that you know they're they're wanting to go out there and play very differently to the way they are mm. on the on um, throughout these last few matches that they've played, and it's just it's not happening for them. So um, the best way to <laughs> the best way to get through that is of course you know continue working hard at training, but you just. You can't let those little things get to you, mm. okay? Like you just you cannot let those little, and they seem like when you when when you're not playing well, and results aren't going your way, it seems like it happens more often. Those, you know those fifty fifty calls, they go to the opposition. The bounce of the ball goes to the opposition. It just things just don't seem to be going your way at any stage. But you just you cannot you can't get frustrated with that. Like you just got to stick at it. You gotta you gotta stay composed and you gotta stick at 
you know, the things that have worked for you the entire season and put you in a position, you know, where you are at this stage of the, of the season. Because if, if it just, if it all unravels, well, it, it unravels quickly and it unravels badly. Mm. But in saying that, are they good enough to beat the Penrith Panthers? Oh, mate, I'm going to say they, they won't beat them this week. Yeah, I mean, you could, I guess you could look at it two ways. You could look at it, wow, what a what a massive mammoth task we have ahead of us or mm. what an opportunity to kill some demons. You know, mm. there's the whole can't beat a top eight side and, you know, it's fair because yeah. they haven't been a top eight side. They go up and beat Penrith. It could change their whole season because all of a sudden they go, all right, that monkey's off our back. We are good to go now. Mm. Um, so, oh, mate, it's just so hard because – the problem with the Sharks is their problem is so evident for everyone to see. It's that left mm. side defense. So every team, whether they're experienced, not experienced, they just go, we, we know where to go. And that just creates more pressure for the players on that edge. But we're going to head to a break. After the break, we'll continue our round preview. Welcome back to the captain's run. Let's get straight into it. Eh? Bulldogs v. the Dolphins, Sunday, 2 p.m. Salter Oval, Bundaberg, Bulldogs team news. Kickhow, Addo Carr, Preston. Toby Sexton all return to the starting line while mid-season recruit Liam Knight joins the bench. Dolphins team news. The Hammer returns at fullback. Cody Nicolima moves to 5'8". Anthony Milford moves to the bench. Jeremy Marshall King also returns at hooker from a shoulder injury. Smithy, what do you reckon, mate? All the stars back, Kempy. How good? Mate, so good. And like the, with the Bulldogs, they've mm. actually got, you know, they've got Luke, Tom, uh, Luke Thompson that can come back as well. Mm. Um, it's going to be yeah. real interesting to see how they go. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be good to see how they go with all their stars. Like they've been missing pretty much all year, haven't oh, they? The Bulldogs, like they yeah. were smashed by injury. So great to see, uh, Kickout back, the Fox back, um, Toby Sexton all back there as well. But in the same, same the same thing about the Dolphins. They get a few big names as well. Um, great for the people of Bundy. Another another regional game this weekend. Obviously, first one Tamworth. Now this one's up at Bundy. Um, just wondering what the boys will be doing on the Saturday. So this game's on the Sunday, the Bundy Cup, the big race, big race day in uh, Bundy's <laughs> is on the Sunday, Kempy. So maybe maybe the Bulldogs might be flying up there on uh, Saturday evening. Ah, uh, yes. Maybe just keep the boys away. A bit dangerous. Maybe we should that do an SEN show there next year, eh? Captain's Run, the Bundy, Bundy Races. Oh, let's get there. Let's go. Text us in. Actually, has anyone got any tips for the Bundy Cup? We got a thousand listeners. Yeah, surely. In Bundy. Surely. We got, we got a thousand listeners of the captains running Bundy. Send us a tip for the Bundy Cup, please. Something. Let all of the listeners know. Little little hot tip for um for Saturday. But listen, back to the footy. Um we're talking to Christian Wolf at this you know a bit earlier in the show. Like he he said the boys are up for this finish. Mm. You know, and they're all just about, you know, trusting the you know, the the game plan that they've built throughout the season and not worrying about too much about you know where they're placed at the moment. It's it's just all about game, game by game. You know, playing their best footy, and they'll be they'll be really looking forward to this one. It's you know sort of only a few hours up the road for them. So, um, yeah, I think I think Dolphins. I, I love the fact that you know a lot of the big names are back, but they've been out of you know particularly Kickout. Like he's been out of the NRL for a little bit now. I know he's played some footy before this match, but um, I think the Dolphins probably a little bit too consistent for the Bulldogs. I think. Yeah, and they're coming off a bye. So I just think that they're they, – look, we saw how they went at the start of the year when they had something to fight for. And you look at the ladder, you know, it, it'll be a tough run, but they're actually on the same points as the Roosters, mm. 22 points, whereas Eels, uh, 
Eels, rabbits, cow. Oh, sorry, eels and rabbits are both on twenty-four points. So their for and against is not the best. Yep. But if they go on a bit of a run at the end of this season, they absolutely can sneak into the eight. Yeah. And and there's games there for them to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and it's win not well. Like, like yeah, it's not. They're not games where you go, oh geez. Yeah, there might be a chance if they're at their best, but there's there's actually matchups that they, I think everyone would look at it and go, well that, the Dolphins should win that game. Mm. And I think this one is is another one. Yeah, for the Bulldogs, it's you know again like like a couple of teams we've spoken about that they let themselves down with their defence at the mm. moment. Like they're conceding way too many too many points, um, and you just can't compete. You cannot compete in our game if you can't defend and stop the opposition from scoring points. It's as simple as that, Kempi. Mm, mate, I totally agree. I think in regards to the Bulldogs, I think Sexton is such a good signing. I really do. I think yeah. that he. We way too often a guy comes into first grade as a twenty-one-year-old, and unless mm. he sets the world alight, I mean, put it this way: you look at um, Sam Walker at the the, uh, the Roosters right now. You know, yep. he came in and he was unbelievable. Yeah. Fast forward two years, and you know, he got dropped to reserve grade, and he's been struggling a little bit with the injury. Careers are long and tough, especially in the halves. As we said early in the show, all the best halves outside of Cleary, 32, 34. 35. And so I'm just so excited to see Sexton and Burton build a combination for the next four to five years. And I think that Sexton, like I, I, I heard a lot of people say, oh, Sexton had the best game of his career when he first got to the Bulldogs. I disagree. You haven't been watching the Titans. If, you, if you've been watching the Titans, you know Sexton is a good first grader. He actually led the NRL last season for forced dropouts. Yeah. You know, that's yep. a big win for a seven. Yeah, and I, and I think when he was dropped to reserve grade when, while he was playing at the Titans, I think that was a bit of a shock as well. Mm. Yeah, for a lot of people, it certainly was for me. I was thinking, well, I don't, I don't think he's really done that much wrong, to, or you know, deserves to be sent back to reserve grade. And maybe, I think maybe they were just looking for a bit of a change at the time. But you know, he's been a great pickup for the Bulldogs. Now we're gonna head to a break. After the break, we're getting to the Titans Cowboys. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Now, let's get into the last game. Titans v. the Cowboys. What do you reckon about this game? Queensland Derby, uh, big out for the Cows, though, Kempi. Jeremiah Nanay, he suffered um, an AC joint injury. He's going to be out for four to six weeks. Ouch. What does that mean for the Cows? And their surge up the ladder. Because um, he's been instrumental um, in their um, late surge, as I said, um, for these finals race. Joey Stimson, he's starting at second row. Cleese Harsey goes to the bench. Um, Titans, yeah, a little bit disappointing last week. Well, very disappointing, to be honest. Getting 36 put on them until they actually fired a shot. Um, yeah, I see the Cowboys continuing their form. Yeah, I see them continuing their form. I, I tell you what, one thing with the Titans, right? So just quickly touch on Cowboys. You know, they're in great touch at the moment. Um, bit of a change there with Nanai out, but I think they continue playing with the confidence that they're playing with at the moment. The Titans, I'll tell you what the Titans need. The Titans need to get Jaden Campbell more game time. Mm. That's what they need. Oh, mate. Seriously, the biggest puzzle in the rugby league game of like, yep. how do you get him on the field more? Yep. Yep. Because they're just, they're, they're flush with players that play in the halves and fullbacks. Like AJ Brimson can play fullback and half. Um, Tanner Boyd, obviously, you know, he's been one of their more consistent players over the last two seasons, you'd say. Um, and you've got Foz there playing in the halves as well. Where do you put him? Like, he's playing off the bench at the moment, only getting 20 minutes. But when he when he comes on the field, there's a difference in their footy team. Mm. 
he makes a huge difference. So I, I just think they, they either find a starting spot for him somewhere, adjust their lineup, or if he's playing on the bench, you've got to get him on there earlier. Mm. Somewhere. Yeah. And rotate him almost like a, a forward, I guess, you know? Yeah. Uh, and get the minutes there rather than putting the minutes into a bigger forward, maybe. Mm. Uh, because, yeah, it's just, he's too good to be sitting on the bench. He really is. Mm. Uh, yeah, in regards to the, the Titans, I so disappointing last week. I really felt they'd turned a corner. And maybe this is just a one-off, a blip on the radar. Mm. But I really felt that they'd, you know, developed a gritty edge where, yeah, they may not win every game, but they're going to fight in every game. And they did show fight. They came back a little bit in the second half. But just that first half, wow. There's only so much you can do, come back, you know. The, the, you give Roosters that lead, there's no way you're running them down. Uh, in regards to Cowboys, I'm so excited to see how they progress in this season because, you know, they're in form. And Taumalolo, he's been solid, but he hasn't been, you know, in yesteryear, Taumalolo's the guy. If the, he plays yeah. well, they play well. If he That's plays right. poorly, they play poorly. Whereas it's a bit different now, which I think uh, I really love seeing at the Cowboys. Look, I think the Cowboys get the job done here. I think that... Titans look a bit gassed, look a bit like the season might be a bit, you know, mm-hmm. I can't see long from. Yeah. Maybe like they showed a lot of fight and a few, a few games didn't go their way. I don't know if they'll be able to get off the canvas, but uh, just quickly, our sure things from sure hire, uh, the mm. temporary work expert, surehire.com.au. Who's your sure thing this week, Smithy? Oh, mate, I'm going to go. I'm going to go the dolphins. Over the dogs. Okay. I'm going to go Manly over Dragons. Manly over Dragons. And uh, we both won last week. You went Dragons. I went the Warriors. There we go. Shaw Hire, Australia's most complete shoring, propping, and traffic product range. Call 1300 Shaw Hire. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week, everyone.